0: Welcome back to our third segment of Solid Steps Radio. If you've missed the first two segments, shame on you. You should really hear it. It's an awful good story, and it's uh, an incredible story, and we're talking to Brad Tire today. And uh, if you want to hear this in its entirety, I uh, talked about his all-pro, uh, all idolized football-playing dad and their story ended in tragedy. And, and uh, if you want to hear all of that detail is in, in our first two segments, you can go to SoundCloud, you can go to iTunes, you can go to... Facebook and just type in Solid Steps Radio, or you can go to furtherstoneministries dot Click on the mic, and you can hear all of our past shows in their entirety, commercial free. So, Brad, you know,
1: after your mom and dad um, passed, it, it seems to me that you you finished your high school career. You you launched your career into in going into De- Nebraska. You know, one of the leading in the day uh, college football programs under Tom Osborne. And you seem to me that you just kind of in in a lot of den- almost denial of your parents' passing and the tragedy and and how your dad you know um, took your mom's life and his own life and uh, and you just kind of blocked all that and and not fully but kind of blocked that out would you say that's I don't know you know I don't think I blocked it out. Um. But you didn't seem to mourn and grieve a lot. You just kind of moved on with life. Yeah, yeah, and I I,
2: people have a problem with that. I think, but um, everybody's gonna die. (laughs) I mean, you know, in mine. And I guess I got to thank God for maybe making me this way. That He gave. I'm a very optimistic person. (laughs) Yes, you are. So, I mean, He let me look at that tragedy in an optimistic way. That hey. You had two great parents. You don't need more, but you did, so, so be thankful. You got, now you got, you have a life to live, so you can't let that drag you down, so, you know? So go live life? Yeah, I mean, you, you know, you, and, and I also felt like it was uh, my responsibility,
1: you and, know? And, and that's what you did. When you went to Nebraska, you kind of, I mean, it was just all about a career and uh, playing in an excellent program.
2: Yeah, I mean, you know, it was, um, you know, ultimately, um, it was great, right? I mean, I wasn't a superstar in Nebraska. I started uh, six games my senior year, right? A redshirt year, and so I was there for, <laughs> for five years. I started six games, you know, and um, so I wasn't a superstar, but uh, but it was a great experience. Um, I met some great people. Um, some great memories you know my my coaches at the time um, I couldn't really appreciate coach Osborne uh, that as I can now and that he's a very he was a very strong Christian man you know and he he led in a in a in a a way that um, was different than a lot of coaches do Um, and it had an impact on me and um, and I've actually actually had an opportunity to thank him for that you know since I yeah, you know, I, Obviously, I wasn't, a, I wasn't a believer when I was in college.
1: Actually, and you, and you had a bunch of guys who were trying to get you to become a believer. Yeah, you know, they... What would you call them, the Bible beaters? Or yeah, you call yeah.
2: Them? <laughs> so it was actually the, the, the guys on FCA, you know, on the team, um, you know, they, they were... It was a good group of guys, and, uh, you know, they were trying to be intentional about... And here's another, you know, why did they focus on me? You know, why why were they... I, s- I think they came after me more than they did other, I don't, other people. And I don't know why. Maybe they felt sorry because, you know, oh, this guy's lost his mom and dad. Um, but it's curious, you know, that I feel like God has always been uh, sending people at me, you know? <laughs> um, and it, it's just it's really cool. Yeah, yeah and these guys... Um, no, the, the,
1: um, the Bible doesn't say this, but I've called the God the, the hound of heaven. <laughs> And, and he's been hounding you. He's been coming after you, man. He has, and it's it's. I'm pretty humbled by it. And because because now you, you finish your career at Nebraska, um, legendary coach. Fast forward, you you, you meet awesome Karen. Yep. And uh, you you guys get married. By by the way, you guys have been married how long now? Twenty four years. Just celebrated twenty four.
2: Yeah, we, yeah, so um, after college... You did,
1: you did real well, by the way. Thank you,
2: thank you. <laughs> I, you know, I feel really blessed, obviously. You are, um,
1: you're a blessed man.
2: Yeah, so after college, actually we went to Kansas City, then you know, I got into sales, um, I moved to Minneapolis, my first night there in Minneapolis. You know, I'm moving with a guy who I don't know. I, it took me about five minutes to unpack my car, right? I'm in my late 20s, and he's like, let's go get a beer downtown. So he, he took me to this pickup bar downtown called The Loon, it's still there walk into this bar and these two girls are getting up and c- trying to leave the bar. Obviously I got, I kind of got in there, they're both very attractive. Got, got in their way, met them, you know, one thing led to another and yeah, that's Karin.
1: So, <laughs> um,
2: so I married her a couple years later. You know, I, I ended up moving around. I moved to California, then to Iowa, and she moved down there, we, moved to, we went to Nebraska, Omaha, we moved to Minneapolis, we moved to Texas. And then, um, then God uh, brought us to, to Louisville.
1: And so, and now you're married and two uh, kids. Yeah, you got two kids, and you move to Louisville, Kentucky, yep. and something dynamic is happening. You're still not a Christian. Nope. Carn's not a Christian, um, hmm. and this neighborhood impacts you. Yeah. So yeah, God, you know, he
2: he he, he brought us to to kentucky at the time you know if you would have talked to me i would have called myself an atheist although i really wasn't i was just an idolater I was all about me and that's why i moved so much it was all about me and my career and money you know but he, he brought us into louisville put us on this uh street uh, and uh surrounded by three intentional believing families and um you know obviously they they talked and they discussed us uh, i know now you know after the fact <laughs> And uh you know, thank God that um that they were on point and on mission, and that they were living intentional lives and focused on uh once again here they are someone they were focusing around on me and my family.
1: The hound of heaven is not done with you, dude, yeah,
2: and so you know we uh we got to know these folks, you know they'd have us over, we'd do cookouts, they would do weird things like pray before we ate, you know, and we'd come home and talk about it, and thought that was just weird, you know, <laughs> um they'd always invite us to church, no, I can't go, you know, and you know so uh you know the the guy started a Bible study and they invited me and, you know, I'm like, yeah, okay. You know, because I wanted to, I wanted to, these guys were good guys, right? And I wanted to continue to build relationships with them. And
1: and you respected them.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. I looked up to these guys and, you know, I I could see that they were different Um, and they, and they, they were different and it was very attractive to me. You know, I didn't know what it was.
1: It wasn't a different, goofy difference. No, no. It was was a very positive difference. It
2: was. It was very positive, um, and it was attractive. So we wanted to continue to, you know, get to know these folks, and, you know, what what is this that they have, you know? And, and, uh, you know, so we went to the Bible study. My wife got into a Bible study. Finally, we said, yeah, we'll come to church, you know, and then... Yeah. for 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 my wife it was about nine months, and she accepted christ um and then for me it was more like about a year and uh and I accepted the lord and um you know it's it's been it's been a cool journey ever since
1: it's been an awesome journey yeah it's been great when when uh i mean I remember hearing about you before I met you and karin this is before we became neighbors um like oh this really cool couple and they're they're uh, I can't remember if it was right before you trusted the Lord or, or right after. It was like, yeah, and, and they're really sharp, and God's got a great future for them. It was just, it was just uh, and then I remember meeting you. And then after we met, we, we, we came to your, your house and at dinner. Yep. You got invited us over, and we're, we both recognized or realized that we are buying, each of us are buying houses right next to each other and, uh, here in Louisville. Wow.
2: Yeah, I mean, and once again, you know, there, God puts you in my life and you've been a huge influence. I mean, He's worked through you uh, to push me along um, in, in my spiritual walk, uh, challenge me, you know, and uh, you know, then put you next door to me, you know, so I could look and see how you were leading your family and feel convicted all the time you know, like, like I wasn't quite there but it
1: was great you know it was like wow look, at, look what he's doing oh come on you know so uh, it's been cool uh, well, it's been a blessing well yeah, what what I see is it reminds me of uh, Philippians chapter one he who began a good work in you and really God had begun a good work in you f- from the very beginning of your life that he is calling you he was wooing you he was moving in your life and he says, Brad, tire. I have a, a, a purpose for you, and and it took you know it took decades before you really surrendered your life to Jesus. Um, um, but even in the tragedy of your of your parents and all of that, God was still calling you. God was still wooing you, and God was still active in your life, even though at times you didn't want Him around. Right. And uh, and you know when I think about um a retreat that we did years ago we uh, you you actually shared this testimony at a retreat, and we surprised you one we brought one of the bible beaters right back from Nebraska, and we surprised you that night and these guys had been praying for you for i think close to twenty years right yeah
2: yeah, yeah, so it's interesting I actually I thought you might bring that up today and I I actually had a picture I I left it in my car but I have a picture of the day so they I'll tell the story real quick so Nebraska had a uh, reunion they invited every former letterman back to a game this was back in like 2003 actually actually, because I saw in the back of the picture so like a hundred you know there were almost 800 guys show up and before the game um, they had us come into an auditorium on campus and coach Osborne some of the old former coaches were going to address us so we got to to this auditorium and it wasn't open yet so you know obviously the different you know I'm I'm see a bunch of guys that I played with so and we're all wearing these jerseys that uh you know with our names and our numbers on them that they had given us and so I'm talking to a you know handful of guys that I played with and one of them comes up to me and his name was Ken Kalen and he was one of the Bible beaters <laughs> and uh he, he actually was our starting fullback my senior year great guy he was you know he's a good guy and um you know he, he's like hey Brad how you doing you know he's kind of a big burly guy big handlebar mustache just a man's man kind of guy mm-hmm. and um we started talking and and obviously I knew that you know Ken was a strong believer I'm like you know so I couldn't wait to tell him that uh, that I'd come to the lord you know and um and then he shared with me that you know you don't know this but you know me and the bible beaters or the god squad just what they called themselves we prayed for you consistently during school and we have been praying for you for the past 20 years and for you to share that that you've come to the lord is just it's amazing you know and um we both started crying and um
1: it was, easy, it was hear, just Here are these football players on
2: the... <laughs> it was a cool story. And in this picture, um, it's about... There's about five guys on their knees and then about five guys standing behind, you know, the, the guys that play. And there's Ken behind me in this picture with his, with his hand on my shoulder. And it's just it's really cool that... Um, it's just really symbolic of... You know, here's this guy. He was... You know, he felt... Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know what to say, but uh, it's just a really neat picture of this guy who'd been praying for me, and he learns that I that I come to the Lord, and he was so proud, standing behind me with his hand on his shoulder, knowing that uh, knowing that we're all on the same on the same page now,
0: and and the same team. And we're gonna take a break, Mom. and uh, story's still not done, so we're gonna hear more about Brad's journey, a uh, spiritual faith journey, on uh, Solid Steps Radio. This is Chad Russell. We are back, and I'm with Kurt Zouder of Further Still Ministries, and uh, we are here with Brad Tyre, and we are talking about his life journey and what a journey it has been. And, uh, again, you can hear this in its entirety. If you go to Facebook, SoundCloud, or iTunes, and you just type in Solid Steps Radio, you can hear this show in its entirety. We post our podcast commercial-free on Mondays on our Facebook page. And how you can help us is, A, you can go like our Facebook page. Just click like and you can see all the updates. We always have promos of upcoming shows and information. And you can also share from there with your friends. If you see a podcast or you see a topic that really seems to be interesting or you know someone's going through something, we just want to be a tool in your toolbox. We don't pretend we have all the answers, but we want to be a tool in your toolbox, men, that say, you know what, Uh, this is just a a tool that has helped me and God has used to, to speak to me. About different areas of life. So, Brad, you um, you eventually come to know Christ. Right. Kar-
1: Karin before you, and then it took you a little bit longer. Us guys are always seem to be a little bit slower, <laughs> right? right. <laughs> uh, but uh, you know, uh, you, Braden and Truman are already born, and uh, you're you're connected. We become neighbors, and then really you you started connecting with a group of guys. Y- you saw a need. I I not only need to receive Jesus as my Lord and Savior, but I also now need to continue to grow and be sharpened um with other men. Right. And you've been doing that for how many years now? Well, you came to Christ in what year? 2000, December of 2000. So, my goodness, for the last 17 years or so. Right.
2: Well, and a lot of that I attribute to you, you know, you know, as a spiritual mentor, you were the one that encouraged me to get into a study, you know, uh, and, um, you know, the DC study was a two-year study. It, 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 uh, built in me the rhythm of, um, you know, getting together, I don't, you know, getting in the word, you know, getting together with men on a, on a, on a weekly basis to discuss, to sharpen, um, and so you had me engaged for four years in that, in that study, right? <laughs> so then when, when I left that, um, I knew that I had to, I had to uh, continue that. Yeah, and um, so it, it made perfect sense for just to go out and get some guys in my community and do the same thing, you know? And, um, and it's been a blessing.
1: You, you have continued to connect with a bunch of guys every—it's Friday morning. Yeah, Friday morning's— Six thirty. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you, you you meet at Chris's house, and uh, we we we've met at different places.
2: You know, we our meeting place has changed. You know, so it's been since I think two thousand four, maybe I don't know when we started this thing, but um, we probably yeah we're, we're not right now. We meet in the lobby of a church. Um, so
1: that's a good place to meet. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is.
2: So um, it's been great. You know, and uh, people have come and gone from the study, um, people have come to the Lord through the study. You know, people have had struggles that have, you know, been in the group, you know, we're all a work in progress, but, um, you know, being in a, in community with other men, um, you have the, um, you have the benefits of relationship, um, you know, being transparent, um, Fully transparent to a group of guys um, has a lot of benefits to it, you know. Um, Just transparency in general, I think as believers, you know, we should be transparent with each other, so that so that we can support each other, you know. And none of us are perfect, you know. I'm very, I'm far from perfect, you know. And uh, and for me to have a group of guys that I can trust with that, that, uh, that can support me, that know my struggles. Um, and vice versa is, uh, you know, I can't see going through life um, as a believer without that support system.
1: Yeah, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm amazed at how many times we as guys can try to be the Lone Ranger and do it on our own. And you, you, you really learned that and picked that up really quickly. I think probably from your football years. I mean, you got to rely on the team, right? And you you've had a team of men around you that have come and gone. People have moved in and out of the country and out of the out of the area, and you just continue to 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 gravitate and have guys near you, and you just do kind of iron sharpening iron relationship. And it, what I appreciate about it is it's it's not nice and neat and pretty and it's kind of complicated you've had issues you know where there's been some deep hurts and struggles of guys in your group uh you know marriages that have struggled and uh and but that's life
2: right it is
1: you um as i as i think back you know brad to your your story about your dad specifically. Um, you didn't get a lot of uh, spiritual direction and, you know, your dad praying with you. But that's that's one of the things that you've said, you know what, I you know, you're not a perfect dad, either am I, either's Chad. But you've realized, you know what, I, I wanna I wanna not only have these men around me, but I've got two young men in my own home that I wanna I wanna love and I wanna pray with them and pray for them and spiritually lead them and, uh, and, you know, our prayer is that our kids continue to take this faith that we imperfectly have laid out in front of them and that they will take it to their kids uh, they'll take it to them for themselves personally but they'll take it to their children one day and to their grandchildren one day. Um, I know that's been on your heart. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think as as
2: as as Christian men, um, fathers, you know, we we were called to be very intentional in leading our wives and our families. And you know, when my so my I have a a son who's going to be twenty two here in a in a month or so, and then my other younger guy is uh, eighteen, and you know, they both accepted Christ early, you know, ten twelve years old, um, and I think that was more our faith that they accepted back then. So, um, you know, they've all had their own, they both have had their own spiritual walk and I've tried to be intentional. My wife's tried to be intentional about being an influence to them, right? Mm -hmm. But, you know, they're at the age now where they're making their own decisions. And um, um, as a dad, you know, I I, I know that uh, all I can do now is um, pray for them. And and these guys aren't off track by any means. Um, Are they on fire for the Lord? no they're not you know um are they saved they are you know and uh they're 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 heading down their path right now and right now all i can do is pray and i and i can be a, a role model and an example by what i do and how i live my life and i know they're watching that and i know it's having a positive effect on them absolutely and i know that um you know that uh that as they progress, you know, their relationship with the Lord is going to deepen. And um, I can already visualize them as Christian fathers, uh, men of integrity, leading their families in a way that uh, I'd be very proud, you oh. know, so.
1: Knowing your, no, knowing your two boys, yes. I, I envision, you know, 10, 15 years from now when they have, they're, they're married and they have kids of their own, that they are modeling and leading their kids to Christ so for me
2: so then you know as we talk about all that thing you know as your kids age and you know how you know how much do you force them to do things and you know you're, you're continually giving reins as your kids are growing up and um you know it's uh it's I think it's imperfect science uh, but, well, but I know that God God's in control. You yeah.
1: know? <laughs> well, it's kind of like practicing medicine you know? that's why do- doctors say that's why we practice, you know this is not a uh, you know, it always leads to this conclusion. And that's like, that's like parenting. And, um, but we trust you know, Philippians one, that he who began a good work in Brad Tyre, he who began a good work in Braden and Truman Tyre, he will bring it to completion on the day of Christ Jesus. Uh, Brad, it has been great to have you. Thanks for coming in. Thanks for k- sharing your story. I, I, every time I think of you and I think of your story, I'm I'm just uh, compelled to give thanks, and uh, I just see God at work in and through you, and I, I rejoice in that. It's a Thank awesome you. thing. And I appreciate it as a friend and a brother. uh just awesome. To, and a neighbor for 15 years. Brad, would you pr- would you... Pray for us guys, pray for the men listeners, that we would be men who would follow Christ wholeheartedly. Would you pray? Sure.
2: Heavenly Father, Lord, um, I just want to thank you first for Curt uh, for and Chad and what you're doing through their radio show. Father, I, uh, I also want to lift up uh, all the men that are listening to today. Mm-hmm. Um, Lord, we, you did not make us to be humble, passive people, father you gave us uh you gave us warrior spirits and uh, father i just pray that uh, that the men that are listening today would uh would be warriors in their homes warrior warriors for you in their places of work uh warriors for you um where they can have an impact uh, that would bring glory to you father Lift all this up in Jesus' name.
1: Amen. Amen. Thank you, Brad. Thanks for coming in.
0: Thanks, Brad. And, uh, you know, uh, we talked about the hound of heaven, and Brad was pursued by God, and he as he's talking about his sons, he also, the same God that pursued Brad is going to pursue his sons. And is God pursuing you? And if you're listening right now, and you've been shaking off, and you've been, the hound is breathing at the back of your <laughs> neck, and I don't mean... Uh, in a way that you just know God is calling me but you're ignoring at some point you cannot outrun that hound (laughs) you'll never outrun him and fortunately as a dad we know that God is pursuing our children and the fact that he's pursuing our children like he's pursuing you and me and us in this room we're very fortunate so if God's pursuing you we just hope that you will take that step, and uh, it's, it's the greatest step you'll ever take. So thank you for listening to Solid Steps Radio, and we'll be here next week, Lord willing. Thanks for listening.